Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Sambari, and we are the hosts of That's So Retrograde. Heard of us? For the past 200 and some episodes, we've been trying to figure out what the hell wellness is. We have inspiring and fun conversations with all types of amazing people, from healers to comedians to whatever's in between. We're five years in, but we're just getting started. So hop on board every Thursday to join the party and route to living your best life. And don't forget your cannabis. Or to check us out on Instagram at So Retrograde. That's right. Bye. See you there. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today I have two very special guests, my friends, Barry and Dylan from the Mention It All podcast. If you haven't listened to the Mention It All podcast, you must. It is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome. Hi, Hi. thanks for having us. So we're videotaping this. I mean, Zooming this, right? Is that the word? Zoom recording this? Why do you guys look so put together after a long Thanksgiving weekend on a Monday morning? I look hungover like someone bashed me up and you're here Barry with red lipstick and Dylan with your white button up shirt. I can't. Okay. To be honest. Okay. Quick secrets. So it's 11 AM. I've already worn two different sweatshirts this morning before (laughs) putting on this shirt. And I started working from my phone in bed because I couldn't get up to get the computer yet. I was like not in that place. And red lipstick does wonders. Like it takes you from day to night at 11 (laughs) a.m. It's my go-to. It's my go-to. If you will. It is, right? So you guys 
are bravaholics, right? Like, I guess you can yeah. say that. Yes. It would be incorrect not to say that. <laughs> right. I there. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Vanderpump Rules is literally on my TV right now. <laughs> Barry. Okay. Barry's TV cha- habits are so chaotic to me because she just has Bravo or whatever she's watching on all day. It mm-hmm. can be on mute. It can be in the background. Yeah. And I'm the kind of person where like I have to like sit down and choose what I'm going to watch. So yeah. I never just like I never just have the TV running. And we are so oh, I chose to watch Vanderpump Rules. That's why it's on pause right now. Oh. Like I'm, I started over. I'm on season three already. Oh my god! <laughs> and for what? It's not even on. I don't even know why I started that. You know, there's so much going on though in the Bravo world, and I don't know. I wanted to spend today just talking about Housewives because I feel like when I was on Mention It All, the podcast. Thank you for having me again. I had so much fun. I felt like I could have kept talking about housewives. Like I'm obsessed with all of them. It's something that can easily be talked about for hours. Like I can get a PhD on housewives. Sometimes I I feel like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not really in the mood to watch this or talk about this. And then like something else will pop up and I'm like, okay, but I'm in the mood to talk about that forever. <laughs> you know, it's bad when people like your friends reach out to you and ask questions as if one, you're on the show or two, you know, all of them. And I take that as like a super big compliment because I'm like, I'll give you all the info you need about that. Yeah. Have you ever spotted a housewife? Oh yeah. I've seen. Yeah. I have. Okay. So obviously like I've met housewives and stuff, but one time I saw Kelly Ben Simone. Oh, I've seen Kelly Ben Simone doing a job. She was walking. (laughs) It was actually right outside the Betch's office in, in like Flatiron, Chelsea area. She was, she looked like she was in such a frazzled state and was carrying a garment bag and wearing this like lace flowy white dress. And I'm like, this is, this is like peak Kelly Ben Simone where she's like clearly like running late somewhere, carrying a garment bag, wearing her like boho dress. Like that was a, that was a good moment. I've met a lot, but one recently that I spotted was I was in the Hamptons last summer, I think. And Kristen Takeman was at the same like oh. restaurant as me. And then recently Jill Zarin, cause we live on the same block or we did before I moved. And she, it was at like 6am. I was walking my dog and she was going to play tennis. Okay. <laughs> I think they're, New all, York. they're all so beautiful in, you know, real life, in my opinion, like they look glam and gorgeous on TV. And then when you, meet them face to face. They truly are, you know, national They're treasures. those types of people where you're like, where do I know you from? Like when you see them, yeah. you're like, where do I know you from? And it's like, oh, wait, I know you, <laughs> but yeah. we've never met before. <laughs> I would love to see Sonia Morgan. I've met Sonia at like a Bravo event and she was very lovely, but seeing her like in the wild, I want to go to the townhouse. That's really like yes. my, like, I want to go. I want to take pictures on the stairs. I want to see the little patio area. I just want like an hour long yeah. tour. Dylan and I said that Bravo should host an event there. Like they should rent it out and do maybe even a special episode of Watch What Happens Live, just like in the townhouse. Yes. They should leave it open on certain days for paid tours. I would pay a lot of money right. to walk through it. It's like when, when there are like certain weeks of the year that like Buckingham Palace is just like, open to the public and you can see certain rooms. Like we're not going to go in Sonia's bedroom, but like, I want to see the kitchen with the brown ice and the, Ew. <laughs> in the freezer. I like, 
I don't know. Some of it just grosses me out. Like, you know, there's poop in the backyard, like dog. No, (laughs) dog poop. (laughs) Well, okay. question for you both. What? Because I love a good, you know, question. What Bravo lab do you feel that you relate to the most? I already have my answer and it's very tough for me because I think she's loved or she's hated. And then there's also Bravo housewives that you aspire to be like, right? That's Mm -hmm. a different question. Okay. You can add a bonus on there. (laughs) I see myself in Bethany only because not because I'm like, you know, starting my business or anything like that or career driven. It's for me, it's because we don't realize she was on this show as the single girl with all these housewives that at the time all were married with very wealthy husbands. And she was like the underdog. And I kind of feel like that on my show at times. I feel like, you know, I'm the only single straight person on my show. And that can be tough at times, to be honest, not to get deep, but it's And you're an entrepreneur. Odd. I actually just watched uh, Shark Tank with Bethany on it. And it is it's so cool to see her on doing different business ventures. Yeah. But I can see you and Bethany. So that and I was obsessed with her. Not going to lie. That's why I asked you guys how many housewives you've met. I've seen her maybe four times and I have a book signed from her and she's been great. <laughs> she, you know, remembered me every single time. Like, wow. Borderline creepo, but, you know. I've never had a Bethany moment. I would love mm-hmm. to see her. I feel like she's, I don't feel like she's in the city much these days. I feel like she's always in the Hamptons Hampton. or, like, in Massachusetts or wherever. I guess, I don't know. She and her boyfriend broke up, so maybe not anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think who I relate to. This is hard. I, I don't know. I feel like I, I love, I love, I, I aspire to be a candy. I don't know if I'm a candy now. Oh, But that's a different question. We answer that one next because I have a different answer for who I aspire to be like. Maybe, maybe I would say that I see myself in Luann. Okay. Because I feel like she sometimes, she sometimes, she can get really invested in something and it is maybe a little blinded by, you know, kind of the initial appeal of it and maybe make some questionable decisions. Mm -hmm. I do think at the end of the day, she's a really good friend and, you know, she has things that she's passionate about, but sometimes she can like, you know, make missteps. (laughs) Okay. You would think I would come prepared with my own answer for the question that I asked and I'm not, I have literally (laughs) no idea. Okay. I would say that I relate the most to, I want to say a mixture of Teresa and Melissa. I'm a mixture. Mm. Really? Yes. Why do you say that like that? Because they're polar opposites. I'm- That's why I said a mixture, a mixture. It's like me and my sister-in-law always joked like when I, because like she's married to my brother. So I was oh, like the okay. Teresa and she was the Melissa. So in that aspect, I understand. I always say that I understand Teresa. Yeah. But then Melissa is... I don't know. What do I see myself in Melissa? Maybe I just like want to. I don't know. I think because Mel- <laughs> Melissa seems more aspirational than Teresa because she has not gone to prison. She's right. her marriage is still together. Mm-hmm. I feel like Melissa feels like the the more aspirational one, even though I don't necessarily I don't know if I like her more than I like Teresa. Melissa is yeah. like 
the actual housewife. So is Kyle. So is Kyle. When I would watch them, you know, back in the days when it was intense between them, I always had a soft spot for Teresa because I felt like Teresa just wanted to marry her own version of her brother. And it was like Melissa got, you know, Joe or right. Joey. Yeah. I read Teresa's book recently, Turning the Tables. I did too. Okay. The chapter where she's talking about when she and Joe were like dating and stuff, there were moments where I actually was confused with whether she was talking about yeah. her husband or her brother. <laughs> right, right. And eventually realized that like Joey is her brother and Joey's Joe is her husband. Bro- yeah. But there yes. were moments where I'm like, she she was holding hands with her brother. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think she's just, she she wanted her husband to be like her brother and Juicy and Joe is not Joey. White. Yeah. Right. They're not quite the same. Yeah. (laughs) But Joe, you know, Joe's living his life over in Italy. He's, you know, (laughs) doing whatever he's doing. (laughs) Who would have thought like, okay, who would have thought we'd all be sitting here like this? But who would have thought this would have happened to that family? Like, it's wild to me. You can't make it up. I do feel like I always say I think more than any other person on any other Bravo show, I feel like Real Housewives of New Jersey is like Teresa's story from start to finish. Like, I don't yeah. see. Yes. I don't see that show ever happening without her. And like no. when she went to prison, they waited a year to film. A yeah. Season. Like, like that's when you know. New Jersey. <laughs> love her. Love her or hate her. She is. She's indispensable to that franchise. So next question. Who do you aspire to be? Which housewife do you aspire to be like? None. I can tell you that right now. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't aspire to be any of them. Well, like I, I might not that I have an issue. It's just like I don't. I, I don't. I'm never like. Oh my god! I wish I was that person. Like I don't. I'm I, not love, like I love. I love Heather Dubrow. Well, I love Ooh. Heather too. But I am like aspiring. I want to aspire to have her tact and her class at times. But, you know, I really like Heather Dubrow. She was a housewife where she was really good at always being involved in the drama without kind of seeming like petty or whatever. That it was like she was kind of an expert at like low key being a shit stirrer, but without kind of having a reputation for being like the messy one. Yeah, right. I mean, obviously this question, I feel like everyone's answer is always Kyle. It's like, really? Kyle has, Kyle has the family and like, she's a great mom, a beautiful family, beautiful home, beautiful life. I just feel like that's the answer. That's why I say her and Melissa really remind myself, remind me of each other. But other than that, like, I don't, it's not like I'm envious of any <laughs> of like their specific lives. Like I don't, they all have their shit going on too. I don't know. I'm just what I like for a day to like have their house or their car. Probably. I, want the, I love the handbags. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love when, like when Dorit Dorit films in her accessory room and I just like salivate, watch it, like looking at them behind her. <laughs> yeah. I, so my answer is candy. Like I alluded to before she, to me, not like, I don't want candy's like life to a T, but I feel like she is so great at taking what she is given and has and really like turning that into something more. Like she's one of the only people where I feel like 
obviously she had her name and her reputation before Housewives, but she's mm-hmm. really like built something even bigger. And she has all these projects and all these businesses where like she could leave Housewives tomorrow. And I think she would be in such a solid place in terms of right. her career and her business ventures and stuff, whereas so many other housewives, even if they are successful, so much of that success is based on their fame from the show. And I think she's really built something that is like sustainable. Right. Well, I guess going off that, you know, my answer is always Andy Cohen, no matter what like question oh, is asked or whatever. Yeah. So if I'm going to do that, <laughs> of course, I aspire. I think Andy Cohen has like one of the coolest jobs in the world. He does. And he is like the umbrella over these housewives. So it's like his show. I'm so mad because I feel like when Family Karma was on was when Watch What Happens Live was like shut down. I know. We couldn't even go on. We didn't even have a reunion. It was people thought, you know, they were asking when when's the reunion? What happened? Was that the last episode? But, you know, we were we aired in the thick of COVID. So unfortunately, you know, no one knew what was happening. Right. And your reunion was before they realized that they could do Zoom reunions. <laughs> we, too, yeah, so they, they couldn't do anything. It took yes. a, yeah, it took a while to kind of like for everyone to kind of realize like, OK, we like can and should still do this stuff. It just has to be different. The Atlanta reunion like it was on Zoom, but I have to say I missed seeing, you know, the usual reunion. I know New York had its usual, but it's not the same. It's absolutely not the same when as someone storming off the set as opposed to just shutting their computer has a different effect. Like, it's just not as, like, intimidating, you know? It's like, boop. (laughs) It feels, I think there's something to be said for the whole reunion set and the couch that, like, you're not on your home turf. Like, nobody has, nobody is super comfortable. Like, everybody has to kind of, like, come to the space and, you know, bring it in the moment and you can't easily, obviously you can walk off, but you're like, you're at, you're at the, the central place. Whereas when it's on zoom, it's like, anybody can just be like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not feeling this. Like you're like just sitting you. on your couch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it doesn't have the same kind of like, it feels less important, even if the same conversations and stuff are happening. Right. So being on television. Were you super excited? Like, were you nervous? Did you think your life was going to change completely? Did it change completely? How was that? So I come from an Indian family. So if you think you're going to be famous for one second, someone's going to bring you right back down, honey. That's not going (laughs) to happen to you. You are a normal person. And my mom reminds me every day. We keep it humble. But I honestly went into it as, you know, this is going to be a fun life experience. How many people get to be on TV and not just TV. It's Bravo, bitch. Okay. (laughs) Basically, I'm here on, you know, the creme de la creme of networks on cable television. And I get to be me, you know. And at this point, we're the first all Indian cast in American television history, which is so iconic. So I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. And to be honest, I was so overwhelmed with that, that I didn't think, am I going to be famous? What's going to happen? Is my life going to change? I didn't think of any of those things. What ended up happening was just a lot of people told me, 
oh my gosh, you're in your mid-30s, you live in your house with your parents, you're single. And so many people just found me relatable. And what I love about our cast is everyone is so different. We all have such unique stories. So we're not even like competing with each other, which you might see on some of the other shows. Our stories individually are very different. Right. It's funny that you say it like when you're talking about engaging with people and that is the fun of it. Like, I don't even have a big following at all. And even when people who listen to our podcast, like DM me personally, they're like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting you to answer. You're so nice. I'm like, well, who did, what did you think? Like, I'm not, it's (laughs) like, we do this clearly because we do have fun personalities and we want to talk. So it's, it's, of course, I'm not a monster. No. (laughs) Yeah. And also, if you see like me having a meltdown or that's just a normal reaction most people don't have a camera following them around, you know, for months. So, you know, you're seeing feelings and emotions and reactions that are all real. People have feelings. Personally, I think I would be too, I think I would be too in my head about it. Cause I would, I think I would constantly be like, what am I, what does my face look like? Like, am I coming off like too, I think I would try to like produce myself too much. Cause you know, oh, I wouldn't, I'm ready. That's like the downfall of some of these like housewives and stuff. They're on these shows too long and then they think they can, you know, control what's going to happen. And I think I would be like, I think I would be like way too stressed about that. (laughs) I would forget the camera is there, to be honest. Yeah, you end up forgetting. So yeah, I'm just grateful to be on this network, you know, and Bravo fans, as you've said before, Dylan, they're a special breed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's it's crazy because I feel like every day I'm on Instagram and obviously like I, you know, I'm running a Bravo account. We have like X amount of followers and I feel like these new accounts are popping up all the time. And it's so funny because like for me, it's too much to keep track of. But people are just like people will follow like 50 Bravo accounts and it's like, yeah, they just want more and more and more. And it's like it really is like a it's like a a, a hunger that like can't be satisfied. <laughs> I feel like Bravo is like, oh, shoot, what did we get ourselves into? We have to, like, think of more ideas for these shows. These people are crazy. Yeah. Well, I want to know, who are your top three housewives and what are your top three Bravo shows? Um, okay, so my three housewives, I have, like, I have, like, a set answer that we, I... We have rankings. Because I, it's too stressful to, like, have to think of it. So at one point, I just, like, sat down and was like, my top three are Sonia, Karen Huger, and Portia. Because I feel like all three of them, we've seen them on these big journeys. You know, we get a lot of, you know, I I enjoy kind of connecting with their personal lives, but also they're all hilarious. They all kind of, I think, are, are sort of the heart of their shows. You know, with somebody like Sonia, obviously she, you know, gets drunk and acts crazy and is hysterical, but at the same time, you can really sort of see things about her story that are relatable and are emotional, which I enjoy. Yeah. And I mean, Portia has come so far. She was like going back to like her first couple seasons. It's like a different person. And it's been exciting to see that for her. My three have also kind of always stayed the same too. Although there's always ones that you want to like rotate in and out, but mine have been LVP since oh, I'm, I'm a massive massive LVP Same. fan and Teresa and Nini. Lisa, I just love. I love even watching her on Vanderpump Rules. It's like a different 
she like shifts into a her the business role. And I just love that she is she's like a character for me in real life. You know, Teresa, I just she is the ultimate housewife in all of the land. Like she actually makes TV like Dylan said before, like she she the show cannot go on without her. And Nene like season one at like, she's just so good. She is like the Teresa, but of Atlanta. She, that's how I feel. Although that might, that's going to change this season, but still, (laughs) I just love watching her on television. Same. I have two of mine are two of yours are in mine. So LVP, the queen of all Queens, Nene leaks. And then I'm going to go with Bethany Frankel just because she had this incredible journey for sure. Yeah, and Nene Leakes is the queen of shade. I mean, I'm like, where do you come up with this stuff? Like, you're a genius. She's one of those women where I feel like it was time for her to be done with the show, but in but not in a way that's, like, negative. It's just, like, sometimes it's time. It's been, whatever, 12 years. And, but she will always be iconic. And I think, I don't think anyone would argue the fact that Housewives might not be, like, the cultural thing it is today without someone like Nini because thinking back to those early seasons when like it was like the table flip and like all of those like Atlanta like close your legs to married men and like all of that stuff like housewives it it became iconic so fast I feel like because there were such yeah characters kind of like wild things happening and people like Nini and Teresa are obviously just like so central to that yeah. What, so our favorite shows was the question, yeah. what our favorite Bravo shows or Bravo shows besides Housewives? Let's, Sometimes let's people talk like about to all put of them. Housewives in its own category. Housewives is its own category, but let's talk about Bravo as a whole. Okay. Still into um, hmm. Okay. So I, I love like old Vanderpump rules. Vander, it's like my love for it is like kind of <laughs> it's on pause. We'll see. But those early seasons are, I mean, there's just nothing better. I also, I really love Below Deck Med. It's like one of my favorite shows. I think there hasn't really been a weak season. And I don't know. I just love the vibe. I think being in the Mediterranean is just so like intriguing. <laughs> and I love that they go to a new country every season. My third, I like right now, Real Housewives of Potomac is like super high up there for me. And I'm also loving Salt Lake City. So yeah, you know, there's Mine- love to go around. <laughs> Totally. Mine's Vanderpump Rules, the Below Deck. I'm going to do not Housewives, the Below Deck franchise, like all of it. And I'm going to do for my third a combo of Southern Charm slash Summer House because it's such Summer House to me is such an easy watch. And also one of those where I relate to because it's like I know the area. It's It's a younger cast. Right. And yeah. so it's just, no, no, I don't. Yes. So I was going to say, but <laughs> so those are mine. And Southern Charm, I just love because I talk about this all the time on our podcast, too. I just think it is. I've never been to Charleston. That was my one trip in pandemic that got canceled. And I'm so Ugh. upset. I've always wanted to go. But now I'm excited because I'll learn even more stuff to do when I go there if and when. Like, and I just think you're like watching the show, taking notes about like this restaurant. Yeah, this right, restaurant, right. Shop at and- Gwyn's. <laughs> But I just think it's such a different dynamic. Like anything Southern for me is so different. So I love, those are my shows that I love. 
Well, I'm going to say Family Karma. Obviously. And Family Karma. Of course. I was family say family karma, karma, guys. That's a given. Family Karma, I, I super enjoyed the first season. We've talked about it, obviously. I, I'm i like, I feel like I need more. Like, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, hopefully it happens. See. Right. Because I feel like, you know, like one season, it's like a really great taste of a meal. It's like a really great appetizer. But it's yeah. like, you know, I'm very, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Family Karma, and I love Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I think it's very different. And I'm going to give a shout-out to Shaws of Sunset. You know, I've only seen the most recent season of Shaws of Sunset (gasps) because, Barry, you know this. I know, I know, I know. I just remembered that. I watched, because we... Before we had our podcast, I just had never, I hadn't, you know, gotten around to watching it. And then we recapped the most recent season. At, someday I'll watch it all, but like, I need to it's get more good. into it. <laughs> it is good. It is just like I've talked about this too, just like Vanderpump Rules, the early seasons yes. of Shaw's yeah. are so freaking good. And one here, funny story it was way before this podcast. I don't remember what month it was last year. It was the end of the day and MJ was coming into our office for an interview and something happened with oh, yeah. maybe we didn't know who was interviewing her. I don't know, but they needed someone. So they were like Barry and I had never like done anything before. I was like new and I was like, OK, we did an entire YouTube video, me and MJ. We did like a blindfolding baby food tasting. We were joking. We were laughing like me and her were best friends for years. And it was that was, it was fun. A, she's really nice. She's very nice. Yes. She's a big supporter and she's very kind. And she would have died literally for they we made you made, we made you guys try like eight different flavors of baby food. It was a lot. <laughs> Almost through, yeah, it was like it was like a lot. Like I was like, and OK, when are we MJ trying? got MJ got so into it, too. She's like, she's like, no, no, no. There's no way that's mango. I would know. <laughs> you know, those pouches like, you know, those baby yeah. pouches. I used to work with someone years ago who would eat them like for at her oh. lunch break. And I would be like, what oh. are you doing? And she and <laughs> verbatim. I will remember this no matter how long ago. If babies can eat them like so can we. And I was like, no. no. OK. And I, I can't converse with someone like that. So I no. just like moved on. No, <laughs> not OK. Yes, but Shaz should be on your list for the pandemic. Dylan, add that on. Yeah, everyone needs to watch because this isn't ending anytime soon. And Shaz, everyone needs to get on that, guys. I like how at the back in March or April, it was like, okay, like my list for the pandemic, like I'll probably have time to watch like three (laughs) shows. And then now it's like everything I watch until the end of time. It's just like, yeah, whatever, I have time. Now people have OnlyFans. Sonia Morgan has an OnlyFans now. Oh my God. I. Can we talk about that? Sonia, it's funny because Sonia will tag our Bravo account in her stories promoting the OnlyFans. And so I always get notifications that it's like, Sonia Morgan tagged you in something. And I'm like, ooh, like, what did she post? And then it's just like a picture her of only her fans. swipe up. And I've never looked at it. I don't know, like, what she's posting on there, but I am concerned. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Because I could easily use Google and it's been around for so long and I just haven't cared. Like, what is OnlyFans? Oh, Barry. I know. I'm just like, like, I just didn't care enough to, like, look into it. Do you know, do you know how, like, Patreon works? Yeah, okay. I thought it was some, I personally thought it was some sort of, like, porn, like, not porn, but, like. I mean, it it is. Oh. It's like Patreon for, for, like, adult 
for like sex workers. Yeah. Okay. Like, because I would see the people that are like would announce it in like these porns. And I was like, oh, so it is like one of those. And it sounds like it's one of those. But then it's like when you see like Sonia, I was like, wait, am so I like, like I should I Google it? I didn't understand why she was on that. That's what most people are using it for. But like anyone can make an account, I guess. So like Sonia's just like do misunderstood the assignment. Do to, I don't know. Do you, like, do I have to pay to go on or like? I don't so know. What? Oh, you have to pay. Yeah, we would have to pay to go on and watch Sonia do whatever she's doing there. Clean the toilets or something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Because I'm like, you can't just go on and see like a naked picture or something. No, no, you you have to. Usually it's like a you subscribe to like that person's like monthly thing. So it'll be like five dollars a month, ten dollars a month. Maybe I'll see if I can expense a month of Sonia's only. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do that and let us know on the next Mention It All podcast or one of them like what is going on? Or don't. No promises, but no promises. But if I can, if I can view the content, I will surely recap it. Let us know. Well, on that note, guys, I want to thank you for what a note to end on. Yeah. Everyone listen to mention it all wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much, Dylan and Barry for coming on here. You guys look too good. Like I, I don't know how you're not hungover after Thanksgiving weekend. Like I'm well, recovering. I, I feel I hungover. drank last night. Yeah, I drank last night. I'm not gonna lie. I had some red wine. Thanks so watching. much for having us. This was so fun. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.